Welcome to the Benwood Johnson Podcast. You can visit Dr. Johnson's blog at benwoodpost.com. Dr. Johnson's works can be found at drbenwoodjohnson.com. You can also support Dr. Johnson on Patreon, the link to which is in the description. Hey, welcome to the Benwood Johnson Podcast. Uh, today is October the 1st. Uh, 2018 and this is podcast number 18. Uh, A couple of things I have to mention before we move forward in this podcast today. Uh, As of today, every podcast is going to be published in three different languages. Um, There's going to be English, which is the the language we've been uh, posting our podcast in the last few weeks, but there's also going to be uh, a French version and a Spanish version. Uh, Later down the road, I'll add two more languages. I'll add Portuguese and I will add uh, Italian. But for now, we're going to stick with uh, English, Spanish and French. Uh, The reason is, is that so many people have told me that, you know, they would have liked if I uh, published those podcasts in in, in French and uh, and Spanish. Now, French is my native tongue, so it is it is only natural to have a podcast in French. But I have had, uh, you know, requests over the last few months, people asking me to uh, to put those podcasts in different languages because there are not uh, many philosophical uh, podcasts available today uh, in different languages discussing the same subject or the same topic. So I have decided to do that. Of course, it's going to take more time. And um, so I'll figure out a way to get this done. At least every Monday, we're going to have... different podcasts on different languages. Uh, So that's one thing I have to get out of the way. Uh, The other thing I have to mention is that we've had several podcasts about Jean-Paul Sartre and I have decided to just uh, temporarily uh, to pause that, you know, and we will get back to Sartre uh, in later podcasts. But for now, the the focus now, it's some of my philosophy. Again, I've had people asking me, why don't you talk about your philosophy, your approach, your your slant about certain philosophical ideas. So the podcast today is going to be about cogito ergo philosophers, which is the trademark of my philosophical approach. I, I don't think, uh, you know, cogito ergo sum, as Winnie Descartes sort of uh, puts it, uh, is the end of the cogito. Uh, the idea that I think, therefore, I am is not enough. There ought to be more to being in the world. And I think uh, that the being has to be able to subsist. The being has to be able to survive. The being has to be able to find a way to be. And that's where the, the ego philosophers comes into play because being able to philosophize uh, provides the being insights about the world which would enable him to survive to find the means to survive so that's what this podcast is about and that's what we're going to be discussing so as i said after this podcast there's going to be another version it is a translation of that particular discussion in french and in spanish so without further ado let's get right into it Uh, There is a link 
between human thinking and human survival. This is a grandiose statement. The phrase cogito is not new in the intellectual lexicon. But what do I mean by this term? What does the term cogito stands for in this instance? Now, I must say that I have sort of borrowed this term from the famous terminology commonly known as cogito ergo sum, which was made famous by Winnie Descartes. Now, this is not to sound presumptuous, but I feel like Descartes did not go far enough to explain the term. Perhaps I should say, I feel like there is more to the term than what is commonly understood. Of course, here I will not delve in the philosophy of Winnie Descartes himself. Rather, I will focus on my own philosophical approach. But as a way to explain the cogito, at least as cogently as possible, I have found it necessary to reevaluate the term. I have also found it necessary to come up with a new approach to the term itself. To explain the correlation between human thinking and a human ability to survive, at least as convincingly as possible, I proclaim cogito ergo philosophus, or I think, therefore I philosophize, or je pense, donc je philosophe. To me, the cogito is the beginning of a more profound examination of the being. The cogito itself, at least as Descartes explains it, seems limited to one aspect of human beingness. So at this point you might be wondering, what is he talking about? Now before anything, let me elaborate on this notion. Let me develop my arguments, albeit summarily here. But let me relate what I mean by the cogito. Let me expand on what I mean when I say cogito ergo philosophus. As I mentioned earlier, the term cogito is not a novel intellectual trove. I could not claim any ownership of the term itself. However, when it comes to human survival, something else is worth debating. That is, a person's ability to cogitate is not enough to sustain the self in the world. So when I think, according to Descartes, I am. And that's the literal meaning of the term cogito ergo sum, meaning I think, therefore I am. But I think that there's more to the capacity or the ability to think. There's more to thinking. Once I am, what else could I do? to maintain my beingness in the world. Is it enough to just be in the world? What else is necessary to be? How could the being be? What are the conditions that might hamper the being from being? These are some of the questions the cogito, as per Descartes' version, does not tell you in depth. 
as a living being, I am always in charge of my beingness. At least I think I am. But I could not make the argument that I am free to be. I could not say that I am free to be however I want to be. I could not say that I am free to be whenever I want to be. I must recognize the limits of my beingness. But that recognition is key to helping me find the best way to be. Sometimes that recognition is crucial in facilitating my beingness. My point is that I could not say that I am free to be. I could not say that I am free to be as I see fit. I could not say that I am free to be no matter how I want to be. I could not say that I am free to be no matter why I want to be. I could certainly not say that I am free to be no matter when I want to be. I can only be when I could be. In other words, while I might be free to be, I could only be free to be to the extent of my beingness. I could only be depending on my inherent disposition to be. So, despite being aware of my beingness, I enjoy little or no immediate control over my being other than what my being allows me. So, my biggest challenge in the world is to find my beingness and protect it at all costs. The problem is that it is not always possible to do that. Despite of my reality, I have to find the means to prolong my beingness. Regardless of my reality, I have to survive beyond chance. I have to be, even if the conditions might not be there for me to be. So, my point is that there is a gap in the Cartesian approach to human existence and the commonsensical approach, so to speak. Okay? I believe that gap could be understood based on the person's capacity to think beyond a mere acknowledgement of the self. So the being could be beyond being aware of the self. So the being could philosophize. The capacity to philosophize could lead the being to endeavor to prolong his beingness. The being could find the means to survive beyond chance. The question is, what might hamper my beingness in the world? Well, a barrier to consider is Mother Nature itself. Outside the natural, there is not a guaranteed way for any being to be. In other words, the being could not be outside of nature. Now, despite that reality, the being must improvise within nature. The being must find a way to be. The being must be. But he must do so beyond chance. This is where the capacity to reflect on the self, introspectively of course, comes into play. The being has to be in perfect harmony with the world around him. The being must scrutinize both the self and the entities around the self. The being must not only be aware of the self, he 
must also be aware of others. This is the essence of the cogito. The Cartesian model does not delve into the cogito from that angle. That is why my approach is relevant. <laughs>